The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the 1959 Old Miss Rebels, one of the greatest teams in the history of college football. When you think of the 1959 college football season, what thoughts enter your mind? Perhaps the national champion, Syracuse Orange, or Heisman winner Billy Cannon from LSU in his epic 89-yard punt return on Halloween night to score the only points of the game for LSU in a 7-3 win. But when you think of the 1959 season, do you ever think of the losing team that Halloween night, the Old Miss Rebels? I would advocate you should. And in fact, the 1959 season is the season that produced a team that, dare we say it, the likes of which we may never see again. This is a story of the 1959 Old Miss Rebels, 12-1, who finished number two in the final AP poll and is one of the greatest teams of all time. According to the AP polls, Old Miss was ranked number eight in the preseason as the defending national champion LSU was ranked number one. Now, Syracuse, who would go on to finish number one in the final AP poll, was sitting ranked number 20. On the opening day, playing at Houston, Old Miss shut out the Cougars 16-0 to set the tone for what was to become arguably the greatest defense's that this sport has ever seen before or since. The Rebels climbed to number four in the AP poll. In week two, Old Miss shut out Kentucky 16 to nothing to go 2-0. This propelled the Rebels to number three in the AP poll. And in week three, Old Miss shut out Memphis 43 to nothing. Now, for some unexplicable reason, despite going 3-0, shutting out all the teams in blowout losses, outscoring opponents 75 to nothing in those three games, Old Miss dropped to number five in the AP poll, behind, now in order here, LSU, Northwestern, Georgia Tech, and Texas. In week four, playing on the road, Old Miss shut out Vanderbilt 33 to nothing. Entering week five, the Rebels were 4-0, had not allowed a team to score against them, much less even challenge them. They outscored their opponents 108 to nothing. They faced Tulane and dominated 53 to seven, allowing their only score of the season thus far in a blowout win. Now 5-0, Old Miss faced number eight, Arkansas, who entered the game 4-1. Its only loss was to number two, Texas, in a 13-12 nail-biter, a game that could have gone either way for the Razorbacks. Now, from the beginning of the game until the end, Old Miss dominated. In the first quarter, Old Miss drove 80 yards in fullback Charlie Flowers, who would go on to finish number five in Heisman, battling that year, scored from five yards out to give the Rebels a quick 7-0 lead. They pushed the lead to 14 to nothing in the second quarter, benefiting from Lance Allworth's fumbled snap on a punt. The defense, which was becoming legendary by now, forced four turnovers that day in Old Miss one going away 28 to nothing. And this set up the game of the year. Number one, LSU versus number three, Old Miss, both 
6 and 0 on Halloween night 1959 in Baton Rouge. The game was epic. One play in the game remains perhaps the most sensational play ever recorded in the SEC, if not all time. And this game, absent one play, would have contributed to Ole Miss being considered the greatest team of all time, of all time. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Here is the story of LSU 7, Ole Miss 3, October 31st, 1959. Number three, Ole Miss entered the game 6-0 and they faced number one, LSU 6-0 on Halloween night in Baton Rouge. LSU halfback Billy Cannon, who would go on to win the Heisman Trophy that year, made arguably the most famous play in LSU history. This was a battle of the heavyweights. It was a showdown between two undefeated, bitter SEC rivals. Legend has it that tickets were so difficult to come by, one fan offered his Cadillac for four seats, while another offered to trade his wife for tickets. Each team had allowed only one touchdown all season. In the first quarter, Old Miss went up three to nothing on Bobby Kayak's 22-yard field goal. Still up three to nothing in the fourth quarter, Old Miss punted, and Billy Cannon took the punt at his own 11-yard line, broke seven tackles, and returned it 89 yards for the game's only touchdown. Now think about that. There are 11 players on Old Miss, and Cannon went through seven of them. This would prove to be Old Miss's only loss in 1959. Now, there was still 10 minutes left in the game. At game's end on fourth down, Old Miss had the ball two yards from the end zone, but LSU defense had snuffed the run. The Tigers snuffed the run because one defensive lineman missed one block. Who made that hit at the goal line? Uh, Billy Cannon. Old Miss had outgained LSU 179 to 171 yards, had more first downs, 13 to 7, and forced three LSU fumbles and had one interception. Old Miss, well, they had no turnovers. Yet Halloween night, it was the night of Old Miss's dreams of a perfect season vanquished its national championships hopes, vanquished, and its place in college football's law shot down by a cannon. Well, after that game, Old Miss continued on its tear through the schedule. In week eight, a now number five Old Miss team shut out Chattanooga, 58 to nothing. And in week nine, Old Miss faced number nine, Tennessee. And in a blowout, the defense yielded its only other score they would allow all season in a 37-7 win. Now number two, Old Miss faced in-state rival Mississippi State and blew them out as well, 42 to nothing. This then set up the rematch with LSU in the Sugar Bowl. Number two, Old Miss versus number three, LSU. The game was never close. Old Miss shut out LSU 21 to nothing, dominating from the start, shutting down Heisman Trophy winner Billy Cannon and LSU. And when it was over, if one looks back, the defense that season, 1959, yielded two scores all season. I'll say that again. In 1959, the Old Miss defense yielded two scores. They shut out eight teams, and in the three games where they allowed points, two were in blowout wins, and one was on a punt return, returned by a legend. And if that is not enough, consider this. On that punt, on that fateful Halloween night, the Old Miss punter, Jake Gibbs, tried to punt the ball out of bounds, but Cannon was able to field it. Had he succeeded in punting out of bounds, you were looking at an all-time GOAT, greatest team of all time. Old Miss had allowed two offensive touchdowns the whole season and outscored opponents 329 to 21. And consider this, the man who returned the punt that Halloween night, just how good was Billy Cannon? I've never seen the combination of speed and strength in anyone else, including Bo Jackson, said Boots Gallen, the track coach at LSU. The 1959 Old Miss Rebels were awarded the national championship through the college football research groups of Berryman, Dunkel, and Segerin, 
but in the AP poll, not to be. Coached by the legendary coach, John Bort, they were honored as the SEC team of the decade. The 1966 Sagarin rating system ranked them as the third best team from 1956 to 1995, and that is with that one unsavory loss. The 1959 Old Miss Rebels gave up 21 points all season, seven in a blowout win over Tulane, seven in a blowout win over Tennessee, and seven by the legend Billy Cannon in one of the greatest punt returns of all time. This means it took either a blowout or a superhuman effort for a team to score against the 1959 Old Miss Rebels. No team came within 16 points of the Rebels that season, except for that Halloween night. The final AP poll had Syracuse number one, Old Miss number two, and LSU number three. History will go on to remember John Bort, coach Old Miss, 190 wins, 61 losses, and 12 ties, winning 75% of his games. History will remember Coach Bott's version of the Rebels in the late 1950s and early 1960s were a force to be reckoned with. During this stretch in Coach Bott's tenure as head coach at Ole Miss, his Rebels won three national championships, 1959, 1960, and 1962, by at least one agency. From 1957 to 1962, the Rebels won a combined 57-6-1, winning nearly 90% of their games. In the 1950s, only Bud Wilkinson's Oklahoma dynasty had a better record. Coach Vaught was an offensive and defensive innovator. He brought the split T formation to the SEC, and his defenses were legendary. In fact, one can make a cogent argument. He was one of the five greatest defensive coaches in the history of college football. The 1959 season, his team, Ole Miss, gave up three touchdowns all season. From 1954 to 1964, that is 11 consecutive seasons. His defense shut out at least three teams every season. How good were his defenses? His teams would often punt the ball on first or second down to place the defense on the field. Coach Bott's Rebels won 190 games, making him the program's winningest coach, went to 18 bowl games, and won five SEC titles, making him the only coach at Ole Miss to win an SEC title. History will remember the 1959 Ole Miss Rebels, 10 and 1. Coach Bott's 1959 Rebels with third in the nation in scoring 32 points per game and first in scoring defense two points per game. The team had arguably the best defense since Coach Nealon's legendary 1939 Tennessee team that had shut out every opponent in the regular season. They shut out eight of the 11 teams they faced, allowing three touchdowns all season, only two on defense. The 1959 team were national champions, according to four different major selectors, and had enough in for a single play, the Cannon punt return discussed earlier, they would have been a consensus national champion and one of the greatest teams of all time. Consider this, the Rebels avenged their lone loss to LSU at season end in a dominating 21 to nothing defeat of LSU, adding the Sugar Bowl. The next year, the 1960 Old Miss Rebels did win the national championship. They went 10-0-1. Coach Bond's team, 1960, well, they had only one tie to LSU to blemish the record, and the team was a juggernaut. They defeated Rice in the Sugar Bowl. But for one season, one sensational, extraordinary, amazing, epic season, led by perhaps the greatest defense of all time, there was a time when one team was near about perfect, unchallenged, and near about the GOAT, the greatest team of all time, the 1959 Old Miss Rebels. As I said, dare I say, we may never see the likes of them again. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.